Welcome to InCheck with Fintech. This week we have Richard Doherty from ScaleUp Consulting and host of the Fintech Scaling Show. He will share his insights on how entrepreneurs and companies can scale up their businesses strategically and position themselves as industry thought leaders. Yeah, so you're the founder of ScaleUp Consulting. Uh, you work with, uh, I think, founders, executives uh, to talk about the need, how they can scale up their own business, how they can scale up themselves, how they can improve themselves, I guess. Um, and here today we want to talk about that kind of leadership, right? How leaders can build their influence and be a respected thought leader to the people that will help them scale their business eventually. Um, is this something that you see around uh, or that you advise leaders on at the moment a lot? Yeah, so, so listen, I mean, you know, just on that, that growing the influence part, I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of, of chatter in, in the market around lead gen and, and demand gen. And uh, there's also a lot of um, thinking about thought leadership, right? So I think as you, as you go through this journey and, and you're scaling up your, your business, the, the, one, the one silver bullet that, that shoots right through the middle of all this is having, a, having proper communication, being able to communicate to your public in a way that sort of arouses attention and gets them to do stuff. You can't just talk to people and expect them to, um, you know, knock on the door. You're going to show them the door. And you're going to must probably also paint the color of the door and put a door handle in it. And then they'll finally walk through, right? So, yeah, I think, you know, uh, to answer your question, there's a lot around, you know, communication and um, you making certain that, you know, we, you as a, as a leader have the right tools in your bag to really um, get people to to move along the, the path that you want them to to move along and you know uh, to to answer you know the just to, to go a bit deeper into that i think it's also you know part of demand creating demand is communication whether it's on you know by seo searches because there's written communication or whether it's by you know podcasting or you know videos on youtube etc it is making certain you, you communicate correctly. So um, a lot of what we do is, is around that. And then there's obviously spillovers into to other areas as well. And it seems more communication externally, right? If you talk about SEO searches, if you talk about YouTube videos, content, how internally as a leader can you create that demand? How do you see that being more successful? So uh, to create demand, so let, let, let's unpack this, right? So first... First and foremost, because what we demand is 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 a word that obviously you know gets thrown out as I mentioned. Um, but the first thing you got to really do is figure out what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. You really, that's where you start, right? First and foremost, figure out what your purpose is. Without if you if your purpose is grey and muddy, telling you right now, there's not going to be anyone, you know, coming towards you and talking to you and wanting to work with you because they're going to be confused because your messages going out are going to be confused, right? So figure out your purpose. That's important. Um, Then you can start unpacking and go, okay, well, um, if my purpose is as, you know, let's let's take an example, as I just said, my purpose was to, you know, help founders and executives really scale up themselves and also scale, scale up their businesses, ultimately to create uh, a better financial world because we were walking towards a new digital era, right? 
So the more startups and scale-ups that succeed, the better it is for, for everyone. So then we, we, if we take that as a, a purpose, we go, okay, well, great. What, is, what, what do we need to do next? Okay, so the next thing is figuring out how to communicate to your public and doing that in a way that you consistently uh, do it. You don't just do it, you know, this month, one month you do something, next six months you do something else you know that's you know that that's bullshit <laughs> you're not going to get anywhere where by by doing that and actually I'll, I'll go as far as saying that people will just you know ignore you so you need to be consistent you need to be out there and you need to be testing at fourthline we use tech for good we build products that have a major and long-lasting impact on the online financial ecosystem we leverage a highly automated KYC product with a core of machine learning technologies, making us the most reliable fraud detection platform for KYC. As a product lead, you will take responsibility for an entire product suite in one of our critical verticals. Interested? Reach out to Tom Franken. Email in the description below. But at the same time, you also need to be selfless. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where people you know, maybe trip up a bit because... You know, sharing you know sharing your hard-earned knowledge as a, as a as an executive as as and as a leader is not always easy. Sometimes we feel like we want to keep hold of it, but you know, to make an impact, you've got to let go. Um, and once you let go, you'll start seeing that even when you're not you know selling uh, and people are, are you know not buying your product and your service, you're actually making an impact that 1% incremental um, that will allow, will allow your, your public to, at a point in time, reach into you because they actually need help on a big, big problem. So, yeah, I'll start there. Start a purpose. You work down to communication. You think about making certain that you're consistent. And then also just let go. Let the knowledge flow out. And I guess it's, I mean, it's figuring out your purpose, but connecting that back then to the people that you're trying to serve, right? Figuring out their purpose as well, connecting yeah. those two that will help you become a respected leader and basically and create that influence that you want. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, obviously you have to be solving a problem. You can't just, you know, think about yourself. There has to be a problem in the market or you know, with your public that that you have to solve, whether it's, you know, in uh, as the one I just described, or whether it's in, in financial crime. I know yesterday uh, or the day before, I was talking to uh, to to a guest on on the fintech skating show, and his his purpose was to help people um, to improve the lives of people uh, that are trafficked for money. I mean, that's like that, that's absolutely insane, right? Yeah, you know. So I said to him, I asked him the question, okay, what? <laughs> How did you come up with this purpose? I mean, and how then do you get the detail that uh, you can actually physically make uh, an impact? So he said to me, I went to, and uh, I went to different parts of Asia and I helped out on in charity organizations and I saw what was going on on the ground. So he had a, a really strong purpose and that purpose connects with the audience that you're trying to help. And it comes across as you are that empathetic leader that people actually want to connect with because you're solving that real problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to have maybe even gotten your hands dirty with the problem itself in order to yeah, create your purpose in the best way possible. And do you, how do you feel then 
kind of so if you have that problem how is that connected kind of to a vision of, of, of a leader is the is the vision something which is way bigger than that or can the vision be the problem or solving that problem or how do you see that interlinking yeah yeah so so vision is obviously the, the, uh, the next step so you got a purpose and then your vision can be you know it can be bigger or smaller right so in this example um let's just carry on the example that, that we had uh with the so the human trafficking side of things it was his, his purpose was to help you know you know human uh, help stop uh, human traffic be an organization where, where you earn money okay that's a massive purpose okay so but then his his vision was slightly smaller he said okay i'm not going to start on a global scale i just want to sort of i want to help out uh, from a perspective of asia because there's a lot of asian you know, for whatever reason there's a lot of issues in asia uh, around this problem so that's what his his vision he had a three to five year vision to really help uh, help out from a, a charity perspective, but then also take that forward and figure out um, what technology can be implemented in order to help, you know, the arm, you know, I say, I say the armed forces, but, you know, the police and, and those type of organizations to really stop these people in the track. So big purpose, sl slightly smaller, smaller vision, but a, a, a very clear path to achieving one part of his, his his overall purpose yeah exactly yeah so you speak to people who are solving problems around human trafficking i'm sure you speak to businesses as well maybe who deal more with uh i don't know a typical day-to-day -day problems of people who uh need to be solved by i don't know creating efficiencies through technology for example yeah. um is it different than how you can build influence or are the principles that you apply very similar so in day to day, I mean, I, I take that as, as a big example, the human trafficking, because everyone's going to be able to relate to that. It's, it's a big problem. Um, but, you know, day in, day out, um, you yourself, whether you are an executive, whether you're a founder, whether you're a VP in sales, et cetera, you can create influence. And you can use this exact same formula that uh, we, we've walked through. What is your purpose in, in your job? Describe it. Uh, maybe it is to you know, whatever it is. If it's sales, maybe it's to get a you know five hundred thousand dollar five hundred thousand dollar account within the next six months. That's a, a purpose. Okay, well, fine, great. What is what is the the vision to get there? And you can lay that out. Whatever those mm -hmm. two or three steps is, and then you know you're not just going to be able to do this by yourself. There's going to be a a a, a plethora of communication. That needs to take place there's also going to be um you're also going to be on the hook to to deliver so you're going to have to consistently um figure out a process to communicate to iterate and move forward in order to reach that that purpose and like and also likely you're going to have to be able to open up and share knowledge with that that public that you're trying to sell into and you aren't going to the days of going and saying, listen, I got a Ford Fiesta. It's, uh, you know, 5,000 bucks. And across the road, it's uh, 2,000 bucks. Oh, sorry, across the road, it's 7,000 bucks. Buy mine. Those are over, right? So you're going to have to figure out a way that um, you share knowledge that allows that, that client base or their potential client and prospect to get up the ladder so they start reaching in. So, yeah, that, that formula and that, and that that process can definitely be be used, you know, across both, you know, executive channels and also, you know, in 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 your day to day job. 
have you seen that cre creation of purpose or the need for creating a purpose to be a influential leader evolve over time? Do you feel that that, that was as um, important, I don't know, five years ago, maybe even 10 years ago? Um, and even if it was that important, do you feel that back then it was implemented in the same way? Or is this really something that has evolved over the last decade, couple of years? I think the, the digital communication side of things has just gone absolutely crazy, right? So you need to be as a thought leader and as a, as an influencer, you need to be, you know, on the, you need to be up to date with, with, with all the, the nuances of digital communication. If you really want to have an impact um, to answer the, the first part, part of your question, the purpose, the communication being selfish sharing knowledge, I believe that's been there for forever. And I'll give you an example. Um, back in, you know, 1994, you know, showing my age, <laughs> I was 12. I was a little boy in a uh, little boy in South Africa growing up uh, at the end of, uh, you know, at the end of apartheid, um, sort of the transition between apartheid and, and the rainbow nation. And um, Nelson Mandela was, was, was being set free from, from Robben Island. And I was lucky enough to, to, be introduced to him and, and talk to him and be in the presence of such a great person. And his purpose was simple. He wanted to unite a country. You know, that was his purpose. He wanted to unite, uh, uh, unite black and white, you know, colored and black and white. And he wanted to bring all these uh, people together to create a, uh, the rainbow nation, to create a future that is prosperous for every single person across the nation, whether you're in a township or whether you uh, were in a rich suburb. Okay, so he could have gone down the, the Zimbabwe route uh, and, and, and started, um, you, know, you know, going in for, for farm quotas and, and what have you, but he decided something different. He, his purpose was to unite. And the way he did it was very interesting. He didn't, we didn't have YouTube and all of these things, you know, back in 1994. Uh, but he got up on stage and he spoke to me when I was 12 years old and my friends. And he told us, you have, guys, you have the power to choose and the power to decide. So go off, use that power and unite the country. And as a, as a group of individuals, we, we've done that and we've sort of gone along that, that, that path. So I think, um, you know, having a, having a strong purpose and being able to consistently sort of communicate their message to galvanize uh, your your public and uh, move them to action, like Nelson Mandela moved us to action back in back in '94, is the same as it was then as it is today. I mean, yeah, Nelson Mandela. You're obviously talking about one of the, the, the great leaders in the world, right? Is it, how, did you realize at the time when you were that 12 year old boy standing in that crowd that what he had was a clear purpose and he was 100%. trying to unite everyone? Hundred percent, because you know, you know, I. I I vividly remember that we that there was, we are anxious. No one, you know, our folks were anxious. No one sort of knew what was happening, but we are anxious, but we are also um, really excited about the potential of something. And when he came up and he delivered that speech to us and he spoke about his hardship and the hardship that he went through because of uh, a system that was flawed, but then uh, was able to really sort of put out his hand and say, guys, you know, it doesn't matter. 
let's let's hold hands and let's do this together it just it, it honestly galvanized 500 schoolboys, and we all talk about it to this day and actually to this day i mean it's a big part of my my school back home i mean there's a lot there's a lot written about it and then you know back then um you know this same story reached uh reached international reached reached the international stage and we are on the on the time magazine and there's a lot lot written written about it and yeah that had a big impact uh, um, to me uh, in my life and still today it has a big impact and definitely back then it it had an impact i think you could definitely be growing up uh during that time and uh, remember it so uh, so well um because i feel that in if you look at people in their job today very much looking at what their purpose is like right now they want to contribute to uh, a healthy environment or making a positive impact on the world um it's not as if i've been around for uh decades and decades but i do feel that in a job specifically i mean for leaders yes of course purpose has always been important and knowing your purpose in order to unite people in the same way that uh, nelson mandela to your example uh, yeah. did that but i feel in the job itself for people that has certainly evolved over the last five maybe ten years um more and more i mean there's always been people who find important look i need to have a purpose and i want to make an impact yeah. Uh, but the more and more we speak to candidates now, it is very much about they talk about that purpose, which wasn't the case uh, a few years back, or at least not as uh, um, evident as it is today. Yeah, because I, I, I agree with you. I see that as well. People are more empowered. They want to they want to contribute to society more, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the the mindset has shifted from you know let's go in there and just do a job, and uh, you know hopefully we get paid a, an okay salary to. Let's go in and do something that that impacts um, society. It can make a, a big impact, even if it's that small sort of one percent change. I mean, um, we've seen that. You know, that, that's a, definitely a, a good thing, right? Um, and you know, I know founders. You know, that are that, you know, I'm going to, founders that are making certain that that one percent change in their company is, is what it's also impacts. So rather than as an example, we just had this COP26 um, uh, debate in the UK. And let's see what comes out of it. Uh, you never know. Um, hopefully some good comes out of it. But, you know, talking to, uh, talking to founders um, day in, day out and executives day in, day out, they are implementing this stuff into their businesses, even though their businesses are, are um, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 man strong uh, businesses. They're looking at ways that they can put in, you know, maybe say five percent of their of their cash earned, and put it into renewable projects, or put it into um, say we, um, waste projects. So they, you know, it, which is a great thing to see, right? And their purpose, you know, goes goes far beyond uh, just you know starting a business and hopefully exiting and you know going off and you know drinking pina coladas on the beach, right? Uh, which I think is absolutely amazing. So too are you know, the, you know people in those companies, and also obviously you know the the job market as well. They also want the same impact, and why not? We should all want that that impact and that purpose. Of course, yeah, no, that makes sense. total sense. It's a, it's about leaders finding that purpose, um, then communicating that purpose. I guess finding people that are connecting to that purpose. But I think purpose probably also evolves over time, right? How yeah. difficult is it for a leader to reconnect people back to a purpose that might have changed from what it was let's say last year so 
No, great question. I think as we all have to be tapped into to the movements in a market and the movements of uh, of your public. If you aren't, your purpose might 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 quite well die out, and your following uh, will potentially move on to to the next thing. So, you know, I, I like to make certain that you know me and my clients are using the the tools that allow them to you know shift and you know in in maybe in other words you know pivot if if it, need, if it needs to be but you know let's let's take a look at it well, what does that look like you know what tools do you need to um, invest in what knowledge do you have to have in order to really move with the times and i think you know right now we we on a podcast podcasting is is something that you know as, as tech leaders and people in tech uh, and also people in financial services need to get used to because it's a medium that is uh, that transcends a lot of noise and a lot of shit. You just have to, it moves away. You're able to jump up and really um, communicate what you want to communicate. So get used to you know, being in front of a video, you know, um, it allows you to consistently get your message out there. Get used to social. If you don't know how to use LinkedIn, take a course in LinkedIn, take a course in, you know, Facebook or, you know, I don't know what it's called today. <laughs> um, uh, take a course in TikTok, T take a course in how do you set up your YouTube channel, all of these elements that, that I'm saying, they're all different channels, obviously. So, you, um, but as you, as you get familiar with these tools, so too people start, you know, bouncing ideas of, of the back of that. And you're able to, you know, move along with the the changing market at, at a point in time and obviously maybe slightly tweak your purpose as, as you move forward because purposes are just are definitely not stagnant right they they, they move they start they, they change and they, they change again and they can continue changing it as you move forward so um, that's what I'll suggest I mean you know make make certain you are you know plugged into these new media tools and, and how to use them because you know my clients that are using them right now they they, they rise above the noise because they they're able to to function on a 24 7 365 day days a week days a year basis so it's being about very visible exactly you, you have to be visible if you want to be an influencer and you want to have a an impact and you want your purpose uh to succeed and be successful you got to get out there and you got to get out there. There's got to be knocks. Whether you, you know, I think I like your your analogy. Whether you're in a, a job or whether you're leading the business, you got to get out there. You got to. There's going to be obstacles. You're going to fall over. Um, and it's not going to be nice sometimes, but that's just part of the learning journey. Um, yeah. And it's actually not that bad. So you be visible, and your purpose will, you know, you you push your purpose forward, and people will come along for the ride. Maybe not, you know. Uh, a big uh, you know maybe not a massive following first first of all but be consistent and uh, be patient i think is also the the um the antidote here don't expect everything to happen overnight it takes time right are there other traits that you see the leaders that you coach have besides having a purpose being able to communicate is there other traits that you see them do really well at? well they are curious Mm -hmm. Very curious, um, always asking questions, always 
wanting to find out more, um, always wanting to learn, yeah, curious for, for, for getting more knowledge and attaining more knowledge. And I think I mentioned this earlier, but I'm saying again, very selfless in the way they approach um, sharing their knowledge with, with their community. Because they know that, um, you know, a nuggets of a two minute nugget of information can actually help someone. Um, and that might not lead to, you know, dollars in the bank account today, but it will lead to someone out there having been able to step over a hurdle and move closer towards their ideal scene. So being selfless is, is, is a big one. And also, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm being totally honest, I think having the, um, being able to be direct and just sort of tell it as it is. And there's not a lot of people out there that, that, that do that, but being able to do that um, moves things forward. So, and it's slightly surprising, especially in maybe the, U, the UK and also, also Europe, but be direct, be, and be honest to people. Uh, and you'll, uh, you, yeah, you'll, you'll sort of reap the, uh, reap, the, reap the benefits from that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. It's, yeah. Assuming you've been in or double-clicking on the, the very curious part. So it is very much about leaders having that kind of growth mindset, right? Not just for themselves, exactly. but also for their organization, uh, for their purpose, for... Uh, where other people want to go for constantly just looking out for all right okay is there a piece of information that i can use to the benefit of the people around me to my customers to um my employees um everything like that yeah because because like it's it's it is that and it, it's so important that um and they, they, they're looking around also making certain that you are the focal point of that and and you're actually getting something out of it because because you can go you know, you can get, we can get overwhelmed with, with, you know, newsletters and, you know, going on a YouTube channel and going on LinkedIn, et cetera. But, you know, why don't you set up a platform where all this comes to you, right? Uh, and it's part of your job, actually. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you, you get the benefit out of it. You get the knowledge benefit out of it. And also, you know, maybe there's, a, there, there's content that you can produce off the back of it. So all of a sudden, this, 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 this feeling of becoming an influencer and a thought leader starts becoming reality because you are able to um, come up with quick ideas on new content, uh, which is always sometimes challenging, especially if you are, you know, in any, in any way, if you're anyone, content is difficult. To produce that and come up with ideas is not easy, right? Um, but if you have a platform that allows you to do it, and really um, help your audience towards their ideal scene, that's sort of where you want to be. And that's when people will start really following you and leaning into you because they can see that you are um, benefiting them day in, day out. And you're not yeah, just dropping in and dropping out. No, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and you talked in the pre-show as well about people coming to you, right? So you are kind of considered, let's say, you could consider yourself a successful father if people come to you, Jaws, for stuff rather than you going to them to talk about specific stuff. Are the metrics or the, the sorry the tools that you use to get there the same? Or you talk about a platform, for example. Is this stuff, I don't know, is these processes that you implement? Is it literally a technology platform that you create? Or yeah, yeah what do you mean exactly by that? 
Yeah, okay, so it's a system, okay? The system is, uh, is part of, um, you know, part of the scale-up uh, scale system that help company, companies walk through or help, you know, founders and executives walk through. And, you know, this is, there is technology in it, but a, a system is not just about an app, right? Let, let's be honest. A system is, you know, each company is a system. Uh, you take, uh, that, which includes process, people and technology. Um, the stuff, the system I'm talking about is, you know, process, people, and there's also technology, but although we're not implementing any technology, the technology is already out there. So we, what technology am I talking to, talking about when I'm talking about that? We're talking about, you know, podcasting. Um, we're talking about LinkedIn. We're talking about YouTube. We're talking about email marketing, which is a, um, sometimes people forget about this, but is a, a really great tool to connect in a different way with an audience that is wants to listen to you. So, you know, I train executives up in in each and each and every part of this, and making certain that there's real understanding first of what obviously I would mention purpose, but also going one step lower, what pain points um, we need to be solving for your customers and your public? And then how do we um, get them to their ideal scene, right? And we walk through a process of, of that. Then there's a communication aspect, which is obviously we've, we've, we've gone through. And communication is obviously via these channels digitally, but also public speaking. We, we, you got to get out. So you got to get out there, do public speaking, get, get rid of the fear of talking in front of camera, which is uh, a fear that, you know, I had, you know, three or four years ago, I was like, I freaked, I was freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, talking in front of camera, this is not going to be good. And it was dreadful. It was absolutely abysmal. I had to ask someone to delete one of my YouTube, one of my YouTube videos because it was so bad. I looked, I don't know what I looked like. Uh, but uh, it was really bad. It looked like that guy from Faulty Towers. <laughs> He's a good guy. I love him too. I love him too, but uh, a bit, bit crazy, right? So um, it's a process, right? Get out there, get on video. And then, you know, the, the, the other thing is being able to, that the system that I'm talking about gives you um, ideas to create content. Off the back of a podcast, you, you guys know, right? You guys do this. You're able to, you know, iterate a blog post. You're able to, get out micro content off, off of that off of that podcast you're able to you know do multiple different things of one blog, uh, blog uh, sorry one podcast you're able to you know, run five different elements of, of content then as people see this happening they'll start reaching into you i mean yesterday or the day before i got someone from vietnam i mean i've never been to vietnam in my life before but i got someone from vietnam that, that, that pinged me on on uh, linkedin on dm and said richard Love your show. Want to chat with you? So yeah, cool. Let's chat. Um, and you know, we have a, going to have a chat next week, and he's going to you know chat through a couple of things. But you know, that's that's the power of of video, of podcasts, of audio, and of, of content. And then being able to influence someone without even being there. Great. Yeah, I mean, there's so much content out there, right? And different modes of communication you can use. I guess it's for for different people, different things work. So I wouldn't say yeah. apply a spray and pray approach, but maybe yeah, choose yeah, one yeah. or two channels where you feel, all right, this is where I can best communicate on. Um, yeah. 
And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best at communicating on it right now. Like to your example of the videos, it doesn't mean that you're very good on video right now. But in order to get good on video, you have to throw yourself out there, right? You can't expect yourself to be good from one day to the next. That's not how it works. It's a process. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you 100% right there. Don't, don't spray and pray is like the worst, uh, the worst tactic or worst strategy ever. And yeah, and you're right. Think of a channel and become good at it. Is it LinkedIn? Is it email marketing? You know, um, and become really, really good at it. And once you master it, then move on to the next thing. And once you be, once you become master of that, move on to the next thing. And what I like to say to my clients is master something, create a hat for it. So you know, just as a fireman has a hat, he has to you know put in his fireman suit, his his, uh, his helmet, and you know jump into the fire engine and drive off and go and you know save lives. So to must uh, you know your your LinkedIn, uh, for example, your LinkedIn hat has to have a hat. What is the the B do have? What 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 do you need that person that's going to run that role? What what do they need to be? They need to be you know intuitive. They need to uh, be willing to learn and be up to date with the LinkedIn algorithm, as an example. What do they need to do? They need to be connecting with people on LinkedIn every day and, you know, um, posting on social, on LinkedIn every day. What do they need to have? They need to, what they have is the outcome. Ultimately, you need to take people from their black box and, um, you know, get them into a community that, that, that you guys can, can foster that relationship. So, as you're going through this process, I guess what I'm saying is make certain you write things down um, so you know what hat to fill as you start scaling. Don't leave that to the end and go, you know, oh, dash, you know, I, I, I know LinkedIn, awesome. Let me hire a LinkedIn expert and, you know, to, 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 so I can go off and learn YouTube. Well, you know, you need to make certain you hire the right person. And hiring the right person is basically filling your role potentially. So, you know, do that in parallel. I uh, know what that person should look like. So when, when the day comes, uh, you know exactly what you're looking for. And I'm going to stay on that for a second because I know we were talking about the talent, uh, talent shortage before, before the call. And I see this and I hear this day in, day out. There is a talent shortage and I... You know, I would like to challenge that. And I wonder whether there's a, cha- a, a talent shortage because, you know, we don't really know as leaders what type of people or, or, or talent we need in certain positions. Uh, is the, you know, the, there's, there's job descriptions, I know, but, you know, the job descriptions of very technical type of individuals but isn't there more to a job than that? And if there is more to a job than that, then we should be putting that in, in, the, in sort of the, the job description. What is the, the beingness, the, the doingness, and the heaviness? And maybe that's the way that as leaders, we take it on, our, on ourselves to um, make certain we don't get stuck in that, that sort of supply demand um, problem that, that I've seen encounter quite quite uh, quite a lot that's be looking beyond the kind of skills needed exactly. for the job which yeah, may, exactly. might be yeah but you know it's because it's an individual right i mean i know we, we sort of divert it a bit but it is an individual end of the day right and that individual is all you know maybe it's a few individuals and those those individuals are going to have to come into 
to a team or, or business and and perform um nine times out of ten they'll have the te the technical skills but what else what what else will make make that person um click in a team and i because you know um and, and i feel that you know there's, there's a lot about culture etc but being able to articulate what that pe person needs to be you know courageous um curious uh direct etc um goes a long way to really narrowing down the type of um, person that would actually fit fit that role and actually be successful in it. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are. I just, I just think it's an important thing to think about as you go through that, that process of obviously building your influence and then passing off the hats to, to different people in your team as you, as you scale up your, your, your business operations. I mean, it goes back to having a purpose, right? It's about finding people who connect to that purpose, understanding their purpose as well. I think the companies we see be the most successful in attracting talent are the ones that have a clear purpose, can clearly communicate that. So, yeah, I think it's very relevant. But uh, there's still, within the talent market for certain roles, there's still, like you said, tech skills are, will be needed. Uh, everyone needs them. Let's say uh, in engineering specifically, uh, a Java developer or, or data engineer. Those are specific skills that you need from a technical point of view, but what are kind of the soft skills that you need or, and what is kind of the purpose that you're looking for in someone that will make that individual think, all right, this is a company I want to work for because it so well, uh, connects so well with what I'm trying to do in my day-to-day -day life. So then you're, yeah. and that's, I think, what is something that has, I have seen certainly change is that people are looking for an extension for their life in work rather than a separation of work and normal life, if you see what I mean. So it has to be more yeah. fluid. And I think with that purpose, that definitely helps. Yeah, hundred percent. And 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 you know, I think we we spend you know three quarters of our of our of our lives working, right? I mean, so it should be an extension of our lives. And I think you know maybe um, definitely it needs to be. We need to integrate more of more of what we want in to do in our lives into you know the type of work whether it's a being a founder or whether it's just a, whether it's a job yeah we need to integrate that more and uh, then you get yeah you get great teams right you get absolutely amazing teams i mean i've had um you know i've had a really great uh tom van der Loop from vigi i mean he's out he's out in on the, uh, the netherlands uh, dutch company and their their way of looking at um, looking at organisations and also you know building their company is very much aligned to what what we we just mentioned. I, I like you know I was chatting to Tom a couple of weeks ago and I like what he said when when he was talking about you know, hiring people and he said this he said listen you know managers uh, don't hire people uh, you know the, the the staff the team members hire the staff. I was like okay that's interesting. Well, what do you mean by that? He said well listen. You know, managers uh, managers manage and most probably aren't going to be seeing much of an individual, but the team members are going to be seeing that individual day in day out. So it's up to what we what what they do is they've implemented a, a process whereby the team members come up with you know the job spec, and the team members whether it's you know three four five or six run the interview process, and all of a sudden there's a, there's a cultural fit. And that that goes a long way, but so that's that, that's interesting. And I said to him, "Well, that's 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 great." Um, 
how does that play out? I mean, you know, do you get longevity in your in the in the people coming in? He said, yeah, you know, pretty much. That they, they when they come in, they don't they don't leave. So I was like, oh, okay, and that, that that sounds interesting, right? And again, another way to to you know um, not tackle, but another way to look at um, how to how to get um, teams gelled together, how to get talent, how to not worry about that 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 talent that that could be out there because. Once you get someone in, you sort of want them want them to gel. You want them to work. You want the team to work, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is a whole topic in itself. We could probably uh, fill a whole Agreed. podcast with okay. this, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely <laughs> good to, uh, to scratch the surface. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but it's uh, great, Rich. It'd be good to uh, yeah discuss some some insights and then throw around some some thoughts and ideas around uh, yeah building your influence as a leader, be a thought. Uh, a thought leader um, and help skill your uh, that will help skill your business basically. If people want to find out more, you obviously have your own uh, fintech uh, scaling podcast as well. If people want to find out more about you about the podcast, where can they go? So listen, I mean, first thing is you know awesome being on the show today. I loved it. Um, the second is if you want to go to uh, www.scaleupconsulting.co.uk forward slash media. There's a, a treasure tro- trove of, of podcasts there from the FinTech Scaling Show. There's also information of obviously uh, Scale Up uh, Consulting. Uh, the other is we are, I'm in the process of uh, releasing my, uh, my first book, which is uh, a, um, a run through of scaling secrets for 2022. Um, and I go deep into all the, the insights and knowledge that I've, I've gathered over the years and also gathered through my podcast and that's going to be released uh, in in december so if you want in a, a copy of that drop me a note at richard at scaleupconsulting.co.uk and happy to have a conversation and uh, get that uh, get that over to you great i'll be definitely key on that book so uh, let's discuss after um <laughs> cool richard thanks thanks for being on the show and thanks everyone for tuning in and listening to uh this episode of uh, in check with fintech together with richard doherty checking in with fintech if you enjoyed this week's episode subscribe like and leave us a comment below we'll be having more industry leaders next week tune in next week for more thanks for listening and we'd like to leave you with a more serious message from our partner free your girl who are dedicated to fighting child prostitution and impunity all over the world hi i'm eveline ceo and founder of free a girl Every day, two million children, especially girls, are being held captive worldwide. They are locked up and exploited in brothels, dance bars, or online, forced into sexual exploitation. Their freedom is taken away together with their youth, family, and future. We are dedicated to fight sexual exploitation of children by rescuing these girls. Please join us, unlock their freedom and unlock your potential by becoming a business partner. Please visit freeagirl.com for more information. Thank you.